This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of Vice. It's Wednesday, November 14th. I'm Sophie Casas. Today we're talking to Motherboard cybersecurity reporter Joseph Cox about how he was able to buy a cheap stay at a five-star hotel from an online hacker. From Bangkok to New York, fraudsters have an established underground market of selling dirt-cheap rooms at five-star hotels and international flights. To investigate this hacking trend, Motherboard reporter Joseph Cox bought a room in Times Square from an underground forum for only $100, which was over 50% off from the listed price. Other sellers in this underground market offer 60 and 70% discounts, and flights are sold at half price or sometimes even cheaper. It's a worldwide and years-long practice, operating in relative openness. So today, editor-in-chief of Motherboard, Jason Kebler, sat down with Joseph to hash out the story. Joseph, how did you originally learn that people were buying hotels and flights either on the dark web or these shady forums? So in these um, shady criminal forums, Russian, English, Arabic, hotels and flights are something of um, an established trade there. You'll go in and there'll be the usual adverts for stolen data or credit card information, whatever it may be, but there's always going to be somebody who's selling or advertising these cheap flights and these cheap hotels it just seems to be almost like a cottage industry now spread across all of these different websites yeah when you originally told me about this it definitely piqued my interest because who doesn't love staying at a hotel for super cheap but the first question i had was you know how does this work like it seems as though you know the hotel industry has this pretty centralized system for selling hotel rooms so Uh, You know, I imagine that they would be able to control the prices of the room. So how are they getting them for so cheap? One of the main ways that these travel agents, uh, for lack of a better term, are selling them for so cheap is that they will obtain loyalty points, maybe from a specific hotel chain or maybe just from a loyalty program. And maybe they'll get these through phishing or breaking into accounts or generating them through employee discounts or coupons of that sort of thing. They'll then use those to book the rooms. And of course, they can do that for next to nothing. The loyalty points, of course, just guarantee a free room. But to entice their own cybercriminal customers, they'll do it for a 50, 60, 70% discount. And of course, the benefit of having these loyalty points is that it's not like a credit card or some sort of other fraudulent transaction here these are real points and they're just going to be used to book a room and if you do it in such a way the travel agent will be able to make it look like any other sort of legitimate booking as well right so we have to speculate here a little bit but how are they getting these loyalty points like you just mentioned a few options but are they hacking into you know regular customers accounts and draining them or is like how are they doing it Yeah, breaking into customers' accounts is one way to do it. I spoke to someone who had their Air Miles account broken into. The 
hacker or the fraudster then used it to buy a cell phone and some other electronic good, presumably to generate some sort of real revenue out of that hack, because of course the loyalty points by themselves may not be that valuable. If you can transfer them into an iPhone, then you could probably sell that for a bit more money. So that's one way they can do it. There's also malicious insiders. Maybe you have someone at a hotel who could just book the room at a discount or use their own employee reduction card and then pass on that saving and profit onto the hacker um, as well. You raised this point in the article and you just mentioned it, but hackers who steal a lot of accounts often have difficulty getting any sort of value out of those accounts, meaning they steal your account, but they don't get any money out of it. Can you just talk a little bit more about that problem for people who hack accounts? Yeah, when you're a cyber criminal and you get a loyalty account and the loyalty points for an airline or a hotel, that's not really by itself a tangible good. I mean, you could try and sell the loyalty points to someone else, but then that hacker is then going to have to try to use them to buy a room or or a flight or whatever it may be. So what you'll need to do is monetize it yourself, perhaps by providing good customer service and booking the room for a client and using the points that way so you can actually monetize it in some sort of way. Um, If it's stolen credit card, um, as with other sort of Uh, carding schemes essentially what they're trying to do is extract financial value out of those credit cards it's a lot harder nowadays to make a credit card and go to an atm and you know withdraw a thousand bucks or whatever or go buy an iphone so they may launder funds through hotel purchases like that but it's basically just finding a way where they can monetize and incentivize people to actually come to their service and then use those points in turn Tell me more about these travel agents. Like they're pretty professionalized and you just mentioned, you know, they have feedback and they have like very good customer service. How do they advertise? Yeah, so they're very loud, glitzy, in your face on these forums. It's not just a thread saying, Oh hey, come here and I'll buy I'll buy your hotels for cheap or whatever. They'll have Instagram memes of, you know, the stereotypical attractive woman walking, leading a protagonist by the hand into a beautiful scene or whatever. They'll have photoshops of religious figures surrounded by speedboats and women and alcohol and whatever. And then so hacker shit. <laughs> hacker shit. All the stuff that hackers going to want to uh, emulate by, um, yeah, of course, chipping into this industry. And then you'll also have, as you say, the really good customer service. And that will be, they'll chat on the on the Russian or the English forum, and that'll be a little bit clunky. So you may move over to Telegram, which is a very popular messaging comes social media app. And of course, you can use that on your phone, which makes it a lot better for checking into a hotel or a flight or wherever it may be. And then here, the travel agent will double check that your booking's all okay, send you information on that. But some have even automated the process in that Telegram allows you to set up bots. So you have this Telegram bot running. The customer will log into the account and say, hey, I want to buy a hotel. And the bot will automatically say, well, here's three verified sellers or here's a few people who could sell you airline tickets as well. It's all about streamlining and making the process much more professional and painless uh, for the customer. And that's where the value is being put into the, into the uh, industry. Yeah. So you actually did this, um, you know, earlier this week, you booked a hotel in Times Square. How did it go? Um, absolutely fine. Walked up to the hotel, went up the lift, checked in, just gave my passport and nothing out of the ordinary 
whatsoever. Go up to my room, it's quite nice, just overlooking Times Square, good view, go have a drink at the bar, and then leave, just as if I was an ordinary customer. And again, that's the thing with loyalty points in particular, is that to anyone else observing that transaction, I am just an ordinary customer of the hotel. I mean, I might as well be at that point. So how did it work in terms of you actually booking it and talking to the travel agent? And did you keep in touch with them through the whole process? Or how did that go? So I found this travel agent's advert on a Russian cybercrime forum, got their telegram handle from that, and just pinged them and say, hey, I need to get a hotel in New York. And I actually sent them one that they had used before. Because in these forums, there's all these people reviewing their previous trips and providing photos. So I thought I would just um, give one of this person already done. For whatever reason, perhaps they didn't have loyalty points for that hotel at the time, that one was not possible. So they then recommended another one in Times Square. I gave them my real name. If you're a hacker, you may use fake identity documents or give them a false name or whatever. But because we're only doing this just to highlight the apparent lack of anti-fraud mechanisms, I just did it in my own name, just for simplicity's sake. I give him that. About half an hour later, he provides the booking reference, and then I check into my hotel a couple of days after. He asked, hey, just send me a message on Telegram once you've checked in, just to make sure it's all okay. I do that, and the last thing he sent to me was just acknowledging that, saying okay. And I haven't chatted to him since, but um, he'll probably ask me to go review his service on this Russian crime forum, but I don't think we really need to do that as journalists. They already, <laughs> he already has enough happy customers. Does it seem like a lot of people do this on these forums? Like, are there examples of people taking lavish trips? There are a lot of people doing this. So people on these threads will post their positive reviews, some negative, um, but overwhelmingly they all um, the majority of them appear to be positive. They'll also post photos from their flight, so there's a Delta flight and then various other ones as well, or they'll do it from the interior of the hotel or just outside. They seem generally happy and quite a few of them are high-end, four or five-star hotels. That being said, there are definitely some which are I don't know, one or two star hotels in the Russian wilderness. Um, because, of course, that's on this Russian crime forum specifically, that's where a lot of these people are going to be. And maybe that's they're visiting. a rustic vacation. Right, exactly. And then they'll have their photo of really rubbery looking scrambled eggs and just two hunks of meat. There was one guy who posted a photo of a load of bear meat he bought in a Russian airport um, just to push the horrible stereotype even more. So. Yeah, it's it's a spectrum of how lavish it is. You do have the international and business class flights right down to the just normal, I need a bed to sleep on for my criminal enterprise. Are hotel chains and airlines doing anything to stop this or can they do anything to stop it? So I spoke to over a dozen airlines and hotels. Um, most of them got back and they pretty much all said some sort of variation of we take fraud very seriously and for loyalty points you should make sure that your password is unique and look out for phishing attacks and that sort of thing and that may all be well and true but clearly there is still some gaps when it is possible to make a booking like this um, likely with loyalty points and you can kind of push through the system like that i mean maybe this industry doesn't pose a massive risk to the legitimate hospitality industry. I mean, some surveys were calling it 
hundreds of millions or billions lost in these sorts of scams. But when you actually look at those surveys, they're a slightly different sort of scam in that those are the ones that are fooling ordinary consumers, where they go to a website and they think they're booking a normal flight, but then it turns out to be a scam. So that's slightly different. Honestly, the hotels and the airlines may give that advice about keeping an eye on your password, not losing your loyalty points, but they're probably not losing that much sleep over it, but it is still such a crucial part of the criminal underground that it's still worth investigating and highlighting and showing how it works. Yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, it's like a lot of hotels have empty rooms anyway, and uh, loyalty points are something that can be reimbursed. So uh, don't want to condone this, but in many ways, it's probably, it's not nearly as bad as like credit card scam or fraud, at least in terms of the overall impact on businesses and consumers. Yeah, it's it's certainly not victimless. That would be a bit of an exaggeration. But the person I spoke to who had their loyalty points from the airline stolen, the airline loyalty program reimbursed them immediately after or shortly after. So as you say, there's not, if it's not credit card fraud, there isn't much foul play going on here. But of course, it is still part of a criminal enterprise, potentially, at least the people who are selling them. And when it comes to loyalty points, distributing them or sharing them is more of probably a terms of service violation rather than a crime in itself. But yeah, it's still significant enough um, to pay attention to. Make sure to read Joseph's full article at motherboard.vice.com, along with all of other Motherboard's Hacking Week content. And if you like what you heard on this particular Vice Guide right now, make sure to check out Motherboard's new hacking podcast, Cyber. You can find it at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That's it for now. And tune in again on Friday for another Vice Guide to right now.